0: SHUT UP AND SIT
1: DOWN! What is going on everybody? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode episode 64 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, it's Larry. Hey guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and I talk am- about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What is going on this week, guys? It's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. A been week. A
2: week. Oh, oh, no. Who, is, who is rebroadcasting our YouTube?
1: I think that's Nate because he just muted himself. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's,
3: it's been, been, a been a week. It's been a week. Oh, it's been a week, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: It's been a nightmare week. Like
2: It was it- like
3: delayed through my phone. All of a sudden, it just started playing. Yeah. It's like, there, oh, okay. whoops.
2: I can, I can tell you one thing.
3: Uh i made a a
2: grave mistake this week or this weekend today actually um i decided to go to costco two days before christmas yeah that was probably the worst mistake
4: i've ever made my entire life
3: all the roads are so horrible right now i
4: hate it i hate this time of year hey and like saturdays at costco are bad anyhow but i can't imagine two days before christmas costco saturday
2: yeah no it's Absolutely nuts.
4: Well, isn't it? What do they call this? It's, it's like, is It's like—is it Super Saturday
1: or like, it's something called it's something specific? Like there's oh, Black probably. Friday and then like Super Saturday or some shit. Whatever it's called, it's
2: like the whatever it is, it's the like the day before Christmas when all men start their Christmas shopping. It's, yeah,
3: everybody's it's, like, oh shit! I only have like two days. Yeah, it's the yeah, second true. busiest Super Saturday yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the second busiest uh, the shopping hall, busiest shopping day of the year.
2: I, I will tell you this, uh, I will not go back to to stores for the next. I'm gonna try to stay away from every store I can for the next couple of days because
1: that was well Scott- utterly insane. Well, said so you, you, your mistake is 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 twofold. One, you went to Costco on a Saturday. That that just yeah. just that by itself is a nightmare. I needed dog food. They were out. <laughs> My dogs need
2: to eat. It's yeah. their Christmas too. I have legitimate things to buy there. It was not like I wanted just to go browse.
3: That's the thing that sucks. Unless you're like planning ahead for the crowd, you're going to have to go out at some point to get
4: something. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it happens every year and then I always kick myself. And like, oh, why didn't I think about this a few days before Christmas? Yeah. But like, like you're, not, you're just scooping the dog food out. You're not thinking like, oh, yeah. I should probably go today when they have half a bag or whatever. Yep. You got to stock up.
2: I have three very large dogs like yeah I'm sure one day you
4: have food the next day it's like gone it's like, gone yeah, yeah no more dog food
1: no uh it's yeah it's it's been it's been a l- little bit of a crazy week for me too like I said it mid move uh as you can see by my pile of uh junk behind me as I gotten, can't I can't tell it's gotten yeah. it's, it's, You're like, moving? it's like a tower <laughs>
3: Oh, are money. those boxes behind you? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh.
4: There's a giant tower of stuff now. which uh, I thought we just got sponsored by Lowe's and Home Depot and you just <laughs> have special advertising behind you. But no, I guess you're moving. Of course. Like said, of for reals. For for it's, it's for reals now. It's for reals. And look, look.
1: There's those detolfs for Nate. Nate. Yes. Nice. Nate's yeah. all excited. He's going to get his
3: detolf cabinets. I'm going to be destroying my office as well to get all that set up. All of this is going to have to come down, get moved. Hey, you know what?
1: It'll be worth it in the long run because you'll have some awesome display cases. It should
4: Uh, look pretty cool.
1: You know what? It's also been a crazy week. It's because, kind of to Scott's mention, we're a few days away from Christmas. Two days. Yeah, it's nuts. Like I said, this, this time of year is crazy. Like I said, I'm normally I said, I think what was it last year? Like I said, we were having kind of trouble podcasting during this time. It looks like we were able to sneak one more in uh, b- before Christmas. So uh, so the kind of purpose of of today's episode is going to be a very holiday centric episode. So I think we should uh I think we should start off by having our fun little discussion. Something that's basically fun to discuss every year. Is basically what's your guys' favorite Christmas movies?
2: Oh,
4: <laughs> oh ho, ho, ho,
1: yeah. ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scott, so we'll, we'll start since uh, you dropped a little hint there. What's uh, I, I think I, I think i, I said okay. Um, so it's not like, like
2: Die Hard is probably my favorite Christmas movie, right? Like, uh, of everything that it's number one, uh, but I do like all the little campy, uh. Traditional movies, you know, like Elf and and all that stuff, like those are fun, but nothing beats a good old action filled John McClane romp throughout Nakatomi Tower. Like that is the best one. But I do have a secondary one that I watch every year too, that a lot of people forget about, and that is Gremlins. That is another <laughs> one that I watch every year.
1: All right, so well, let's, let's let's talk about this real quick. So I want I want to get I want to get. Larry, Larry, uh, Nate, I want get to get your way in. Like I said, of uh, Gremlins, Die Hard. Are those Christmas movies in your in your in your uh, in your households?
3: This is like a long, ongoing debate that keeps resurfacing. Like what really classifies as a Christmas movie? Yeah,
4: and I everybody... feel like I feel like this wasn't a, a debate like five years ago, but like recently it's just like every like December, it's like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Like yeah. It just keeps getting more and more hype. It's like on the news now and stuff. It's yeah. ridiculous. You
2: know you know what was a slow news day when Fox News tried to do the debate about Die Hard being a Christmas
4: movie? Yeah, exactly, right? Like, come on. I, I don't think... think it matters if you guys want to make it a Christmas movie. It's set in Christmas. Isn't that enough to be a Christmas movie?
3: That's exactly what I was going to say. It takes place during Christmas. Just because the movie isn't centered around Christmas doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. And uh, I think what John McClane was going for vacation, right? On he's, holiday.
2: He's, he's literally going for Christmas like, right. with his uh, f- to meet up with his wife and his estranged wife and kids. And he's sent to the office Christmas party. Jeremy, you're logoing. <laughs> Jeremy, you're on fire. <laughs> ah, no! I've yeah, I've so, I have shit. I have shit all over the my whole desk. Premise is him going to a Christmas party. Just so happens that terrorists show up to that Christmas
3: party to try to rob it. It wasn't a very merry Christmas that year.
4: No, no. I mean, Christmas party. That like that's even a Christmas setting. Like maybe it doesn't have Santa Claus in it, but it sounds like a Christmas movie to me.
3: Plus, Christmas is referenced quite a few times.
4: I mean, dude, um, it, it, the
2: first song you hear, the first legitimate song in that is a uh, run DMC is Christmas and Hallease. So, it, I mean, it, it even starts with a Christmas song.
3: Well, and he, when, he, when he kills that guy and puts him in the elevator and makes oh, him wear oh, a sweater. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have, now a, I machine have a machine gun. gun. That's yeah. Christmas.
2: The tape says season's greetings that he tapes the gun to his back with. Come on. Well, yeah yeah there's there's
3: quite many, a few uh, if you, quite a few references in there.
2: I, I, I get where everyone's coming from though because there's one aspect of it that doesn't qual- meet that that standard qualification for Christmas movie is that it was released in July when it was mm-hmm. originally released in theaters. Yeah sure. okay. So I think that's where people are like, well, it's people get killed and then you know it was released in July. But everything else still is Christmas, right? The whole idea of that whole thing is Christmas.
4: That's like saying you can't release a horror movie in outside, July. Yeah, right? it's like outside you, of October.
2: Yeah, it's not a horror movie because it's not in October around Halloween. Yeah, like no, like that doesn't
4: work.
1: Yeah. All right. What about what about Gremlins? So like I said we Die Hard. Yeah,
4: obviously. But what about Gremlins? What do you guys feel about Gremlins? One hundred percent. Yeah, Yeah. don't they go shopping for a Christmas tree and stuff? Like it's very Christmassy. Yeah, Yeah.
3: everything they're doing in that movie is centered around Christmas. It's yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Gremlins two, no, but
2: the first one is
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but so here's so if someone tries to argue with you in regards to Gremlins, because I I had this argument, I forgot who brought this up the other day. Uh, It's not one of you guys. It's it's someone else that I know brought up the fact that no, you know what, Gremlins isn't a Christmas movie. I'm like. I'm like, let me read the official description of Gremlins. A gadget man is looking for a special gift for his sons and finds one at a store in Chinatown. The shopkeeper is reluctant to sell him the Mogwai, but sells it to him anyways, warning to never expose him to bright light, water, feed him after midnight, yada yada yada. All this happens as a result of gang Gremlins that decide to tear up a town on Christmas Eve, and then the screenplay written by Christmas movie connoisseur Christopher Columbus.
4: Mm-hmm. Is it? I
2: didn't know uh, that.
4: So, that dude did everything. So,
2: no. so here's, I guess, the, the main argument that a lot of people have is to test if it's a Christmas movie or not, right? And here's here's kind of the rules. Would the movie be any fundamentally different if it was set at a different time of year? Could, you know, is Christmas or the aspect of it Christmas – Solely a setting and not part of the of the plot to any major degree. That's what I think the major argument that a lot of people have, which means Gremlins, uh, Die Hard, even for that matter. The thing I say: if you take Die Hard away, you also have to take away. Uh, for that reason, you also have to take away uh, um, Home Alone.
4: Yeah, Home Alone.
2: Right, because a, a lot of tons of these other movies that people think are saying, though, yeah. oh, those are Christmas movies. The, 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 that argument fits them as well and it's yeah. that idea of take away the christmas aspect could you still have that movie
4: yeah home alone definitely could have been a summer vacation to paris or have it been a christmas vacation to paris right uh, it's the, it's this they gave it a convenient yeah. excuse for the parents to leave yeah. true and and saying the words christmas vacation like you can't take the christmas out of christmas vacation the movie no. that doesn't work
3: well in that movie yeah i, I mean so if we're talking about favorites, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one of my favorites. But that whole movie does kind of center around Christmas, even though there's a lot that happens. It, it You know, the central thing is Christmas. Yeah, for, for sure. sure.
4: The Christmas lights, the tree, like it's it's all Christmassy. You can't you can't dump that movie in March. It wouldn't be the same.
1: True. No, see, I've yeah. always been a Home Alone fan myself. Well, Me speaking too. of Home Alone, real quick. Like did you have, I'm sure you guys have seen uh the recent Google ad uh with Macaulay Culkin in it. Yes. It's genius. How much money do you think they you had they had to pay him
3: to reprise that role for those thirty seconds? Probably a hell of a lot because he hasn't really done anything.
2: I was gonna say but but then again, if he hasn't done a whole lot, do you, do you need to pay him a whole bunch or does he show up just for that paycheck because he I needs think, it?
3: I think a lot of people wanted to get him back into roles that they're familiar with. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, what was it? Because Jeremy and I discussed there's the role a few years ago when he kind of reprises it for a little video where he's in a car. Right. And he's the guy saying how he doesn't want to. Uh, Why don't you want to contact your parents for Christmas? And he's like, let me tell you about the Christmas I had. He's, you know, like my parents fucking left me alone. things, And two guys tried to murder me. <laughs> <laughs> like so, he talks about like why he hates Christmas as an adult because of all the shit that happened to
1: him as a kid. How, I do uh, remember that. The what, one thing that one thing that's crazy about I like, said this reprisal though is that it's nuts. Like I said, like I said he actually looks healthy again. Like he looks like normal yeah, Macaulay looks, Culkin. Like he looks like, he looks like the not drugs like finally out. wore off. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's not on drugs anymore. It looks like it looks. He looks like normal Macaulay Culkin. He looks like an, an adult
4: Kevin McAllister. Like it, yeah, you know what I think saved his life. Did you guys know he has a podcast now? What does he? Yeah. I, I think that came out after
2: sobriety though, to be honest yeah, with you. Probably. I feel like podcasting saved his life. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that based on you know kind of the idea of having a strict schedule, people who are on those quality of drugs generally are pretty bad at keeping a schedule. Yeah.
3: I think Larry sends a very important message. If you want to live a clean podcast. life and not get back into the crazy stuff. You should probably podcast or listen to podcasts. Yeah. It's not like, you know, we don't hey, have our vices. <laughs> as as Scott presents the liquor bottle like, "Yep. That's what I'm doing."
4: Hey, <laughs> shout out to Kirkland water. Hey, Kirkland uh, water. What?
2: <laughs> if I if if I decide to stop having the whiskey, oh. I got the water ready. <laughs>
4: I feel like that is an unofficial sponsor right there. Oh
2: god, Kirkland's Water, yeah. Because you can't beat the like 24-pack for $3. Yeah. Just uh, tells you how much it's
3: infected our lives. That's true. Hey, hey, wait, I just wait, told wait. you I was at Costco.
2: It's
3: got 24-packs.
1: Uh, That's not a Costco-sized water bottle. It's a
4: 48-pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Seriously. Okay. So my favorite Christmas movie is also Home Alone. Um, I can I can share something. Uh I watched another Christmas classic for the first time this morning. Uh, I watched Jingle All the Way starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my I God. had never seen that before. You'd never oh. seen
2: Whoa. Oh. Um, that is an underrated Christmas. You know, I don't ever see it played anywhere.
3: I'm so glad Larry just brought this up. Yeah. That was yeah. on that was on TV and I and I was watching it too. We might have been watching it at the same time.
2: It's I'm possible. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad fight over the last remaining action
4: figure like yeah it holds up for, for the most part aside for some technology stuff in the fact that it's so, life is so much easier with eBay yeah um, like it, it still holds up it was a, it was a good movie I, I just love how that movie pokes
3: fun at how nasty people can be when shopping is involved and it's limited quantity of things. Like people are running over each other. They're conning against each other. I mean, it, it's it's just like, you know, real life. People are nasty
2: out there. I mean, you get it's that true. you get the late, great Phil Hartman in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying but,
1: to bang his wife like neighbor. Yeah, he was yeah. good in that. Yeah, he, he wanted he wanted her to bake some cookies for him. Like, ooh you know. yeah, <laughs> what, <laughs>
2: what was the actual figure? Turbo Man, Turbo right? Man, yeah. man. Yeah. Turbo Man,
1: Turbo Man. So. So, so you've never seen this before, Larry? Like this is your very first time seeing this? Never in my so, entire right. life. So it's such a horribly rated Christmas movie. I actually liked. I actually liked it a ton. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Like yeah, when I, Arnold Schwarzenegger's great in those
4: family movies.
1: Yeah, dude, it was. Dude,
4: yeah. Don't you forget, you my rate. number one customer. You had the, the best line of "Put the cookie down now." The- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love how, like spoilers, if you haven't seen this movie that's like 30 years old, uh, I like how at the end, when he's in the Turbo Man costume at the parade, and he picks his son to win the prize, and he's sitting there talking with this thick accent, and his son doesn't realize it's his dad. How <laughs> like, many people who have that, that accent in their little town? Yeah.
2: I'm like, there's other giant man with an Austrian accent. That's
4: That's the
3: thing that really kind of sticks out in this movie. Like, his wife doesn't have the accent, his kid doesn't.
4: No. He's like the only guy that seems to be from out of the country. And yet, no one recognizes him when he's in the Turbo Man costume (laughs) talking over a loudspeaker. It's not, wait a minute, that guy kind of looks like dad. Jake Lloyd, dumbest kid ever. Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, you know what though? Like I said, it's like I said, it's young Anakin Skywalker. i was just gonna young, say,
4: yep. Right? That's Darth Vader man, right there. Darth Vader, like I'm said, have going his Jedi power, crying because he's got because his dad's a bad dad, right? He's he's got daddy him? issues. Yeah, uh, and he wants his he wants his Turbo Man doll. Turbo Man doll. Tell me you got the doll. <laughs> and then those those
3: fake Santas, like oh, at the try end. to sell him like yeah. a bootleg turbo like man it, it, he talks in spanish yeah and then Pretty arnold good. ends up fighting like a wrestler santa yeah you have a cameo point.
1: by warwick davis like yeah
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: i didn't even catch that that's awesome yeah he's one uh, of the little he's the midget santa i'm sorry Yeah, the little person santa Middle. sorry i trying, trying to be pc right here um <laughs> it's, it's a great movie but larry i'm glad you finally saw it because i, th- I think everyone needs to see single away at least once yeah,
4: me
2: too. But movies. yeah, it's one of those ones that I never see because it's very rarely on TV. I am kind of sad I missed it. But uh, yeah. I, it is a very underrated Christmas movie. Well, Just people don't put it on their list of best
1: Christmas movies. Well, I was kind of hoping no. that it was going to be on like Netflix or something because like I said last year, I said,
4: I said last year was on Netflix and Prime. Um, but yeah, this year it's not. Yeah, it should uh. be. It's the perfect Netflix movie. Like, but right, you don't really want to watch it but if it's there you're, yeah you're
2: oh, if it it on. it's on i will throw like throw that thing up like that's yeah. for
3: sure for sure yeah uh, it was on this morning and i hadn't planned on watching it but as soon as i saw it i couldn't stop yeah i gotta watch this movie like i gotta it's basically scene. true
4: lies kids christmas edition <laughs> <laughs> yeah true Lies kids christmas true Lies. And why is it why isn't sinbad still in movies man yeah, I was just going to say. That guy was awesome. I, did you guys ever see that he's Disney hilarious. movie First Kid where he like oh, the, yeah. the kid, he's the president's son and he's like secret service. That movie's great. I love Sinbad. Mm-hmm. Or that movie where he's like faking
3: that he's a dentist. You guys remember that? Oh yeah. yeah. What was that even called? Um, I don't know. Or that what was it? He, wasn't he also in Blank Check, or was that somebody
2: else?
4: No, nah, somebody else. That was yeah, somebody, else. somebody else. Blank Check was very similar to First Kid. Yeah, yeah the but kid I thought... Both looked very similar. Oh, it's called he... House Guest. House uh, Guest,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, house yeah. House remember he puts Noah candle all over his hands, and he can't feel his hands. <laughs> Man, I was in Blank Check. Blank Check. Oh, that's... no,
4: it's Tone Loke. It's Tone Loke that's Tone Loke. Yeah, yeah. Blank Check.
2: That, that's who it was. I thought he was in... A couple. I was like, "Isn't he in both of them?" Yeah, He's, he scary. plays. He plays the guy that's. I thought he played the guy that was like, "Oh, I'll be Macintosh."
3: Super low voice tone look. Tone yeah. look. Wait, that didn't somebody cool. see tone look at a con
4: recently? Yeah, that Larry, you did. I was about to say. Yeah. this is the second time we brought up tone look on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be a record. All is tone he look, still look as all cool? the time. Uh, I he was okay. Like. Um, but you can tell, like, doing the deep voice hurts his throat, so he doesn't do it very much. Hmm. So it's so, like a thing that he produces. In. It's not like natural. Uh, yeah, it's not his normal voice. Like, he's got to go deep to get it in or whatever. God, deep grasping. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Don't
4: look. <laughs> I right, thought Tony on, on, on the on podcast for a second.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> from now on, we got to keep that here.
4: Keep what? Keep what? what I, I want that about? voice. That voice. Tone look voice.
1: Yeah, I need
2: Loke it. I need it, that, it from that one.
1: one. Welcome to the SDS Guys podcast. This is uh, Tone Look here with uh, episode sixty-four of Very SDS Dude, Guys Christmas.
3: You should uh, just put on one of his music videos or something. I ain't down with that. Wait, wait, wait. you got want to hear some Tone Look? You know, I what? think we're
4: going to get flagged on let's, Spotify. Let's, but he's got
3: he's got a really famous one. It's wild thing. Funky yeah. Cold
4: Medina. Yeah. What? Yeah, wild thing's probably the biggest though.
1: Uh, that's an ad. We don't want to listen to that ad oh, first. No.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh
4: no, Mary's right. We're probably gonna get flagged. We are. So, like, do two seconds and bail. Uh, <laughs> I like being on Spotify. Do so, some wild thing. Hey, we're already on Spotify, so we can just... There you go. There we go. <laughs> there it is. You, wow. that was enough. There you go. It's like that John Cena belt I have where you spin it and put pl- and place the song. But it only plays like three seconds of the John <laughs> Cena intro. So every so, time you spin it, like everybody at work's like, I want to hear more, and then we have to play the entire John Cena. L- Larry, season. yeah, right. I immediately go and try to find that song.
1: Larry, you inadvertently brought up a good segue. Yay. So, so we talked about Christmas movies, our favorite Christmas movie. We have had a little debate of you we know, Die Hard being a Christmas movie. All the what about Christmas songs? So, oh, so, you so you bring up John Cena. I wish he had a Christmas song.
4: <laughs> oh God, oh, that is an amazing thing! Come
1: on, <laughs> there you go, Larry. You got you got it. I said you see where I'm going.
4: You were talking about one of the best all time Christmas songs, simply titled Christmas. By Froggy Fresh, <laughs> what is this? What is this song about, Larry? I, I've never heard this. I've never heard this song before. Well, I, I know Jeremy has. I know Scott has. Nate, are you familiar with uh, I, Christmas" by Froggy Fresh? I heard this during a recent White Elephant party. Actually, did you? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so it looks like Scott's computer shut down. So while Scott's rebooting, I just like like <laughs> some of the. Person. Yeah, some some of the excellent lyrics in Christmas by Froggy Fresh, he he runs through his Christmas list, right? So the first thing on his list, go figure, is a brand new John Cena action figure. It is a song about a guy who just wants everything John Cena for Christmas. If you have not heard this song, it is on Spotify, it's on YouTube, there's a great video for it actually. Oh, it's fantastic. YouTube it up and... Have yourself an awesome Christmas wish list with Froggy Fresh. No, you got to check this out, guys. No, we it's we so awesome.
1: so me and Larry actually saw Froggy Fresh perform this live uh, when we were in yeah. uh, San Diego because he uh, Froggy Fresh actually opened up for the Aquabats was uh, when we were down at San Diego Comic-Con and it was music that we
4: didn't know how to feel at first <laughs> no like i think we both we walked in after he was already started and i think we we're both like what's happening right now but as soon as we got home i think both of us separately like some of the songs got stuck in your head and i'm like i i kind of want to go listen to that again so um we both did that and then one day we made it back up at work and i think i was googling it or something look, looking for uh dunked on and jeremy's like Froggy fresh is actually kind of awesome. I'm like, yeah, I've been listening to him every once in a while too. Yeah. And so. then I gave you the hit song. I gave you the hit song back. Fish out of water. Yeah. Wobbly wobbly. Fish <laughs> wobbly, wobbly. Yeah. out of water is another great song. He, there's like four or five froggy fresh songs that are just awesome. How, so I'm how would you, how would you describe this, this music, Larry? Like, it's, it's like nerdy uh, white guy rap where like he's an adult, right? But he kind of sings like he's a teenager uh, a lot of the lyrics are super simple, but they're pretty funny and goofy. Um, like like the one dunked on is about uh, him dunking on his friend in a basketball game. It's 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 just ridiculous. Very family friendly too. So like I said, even the yeah, little, even yeah, the, yeah. even
1: the whole family can listen to Froggy Fresh too. It's, uh, it's it's
4: it's, it's a no explicit content warning. No, I don't think so. At least not the songs that I'm familiar with. No, you know, no, 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 you no, might no. you might get a little bit of uh, touching a cute girl's butt, but that's about it. Oh, wow. But yeah, Nothing no
3: longer safe for me.
4: It's okay, Nate, because mom said you're not allowed to touch a girl's butt until you've grown up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
0: so funny.
2: I love
1: uh, it. It's perfect. Uh, you, you, you know what? Like I said my favorite song. Like I said my my, my favorite uh, Christmas songs are. I said I like the, the, the traditional Christmas songs, but I also kind of like the new age stuff too. So no one can sing Christmas songs like the like the great
3: Michael Bublé. Oh, no, yeah? Yeah. I'm talking about some like some premium stuff. It's yeah, premium this stuff.
4: It's high end like
3: yeah, that's like real yeah, It's basically like, like
1: you know you know you have Mariah Carey and her Christmas album over here, mm-hmm. but then you have Michael Bublé, you know, bringing up the dude side over here. So you got female side Mariah Carey, Dude side, Michael Bublé. Is
4: nice. Michael Bublé just like playing the hits or like the classics, or does he have original stuff too? I'm not familiar with. It's his just Christmas it's albums. just
1: like it's, it's the classics, but then he puts his own spin on things. Yeah, like he sings some stuff. Like right? so, for example, yeah. you would think like, "Hey, how could a dude sing Santa Baby?" But guess what? He pulls it off.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, like I got legit-
3: Yeah, basically, you need to look it up.
4: Yeah, I legit don't think I've ever heard this unless it's just in passing. But I guess after this podcast, me and all the other STS guys fans, if you haven't heard it, let's go Google Michael Buble's Christmas album. Especially Santa Baby sounds awesome. Yeah, who doesn't like your brought to your eye.
3: He'd be like, oh, man. Yeah, this is intense. Yeah, typically (laughs) sung by a female
1: because it's basically all the female things that she's going to do to basically get Santa to come to her but you know what we live in the 21st century
4: and you know what a guy can do that too yeah absolutely you know very progressive I'm proud of Michael Bublé for breaking down those walls you know what
1: he's I I think he's a national hero
4: yeah absolutely
3: so you got it you got to flaunt it right you
1: got to flaunt it you got to flaunt it
3: well, you know, guys, I like Christmas songs that also talk about other favorite characters. There's always one uh, that a certain villain will sing to Batman, and it's Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. Robin was what if that's where you were going. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, I guess that, that solidifies your status as a super Batman fan. Exactly, yes. Hey, Scott's yay, back.
2: Scott's yay, back. Yay. So... My PC was like, "Hey, we're restarting," and then stop. I was about to say Scott sounds sick, but you're I, back. Yeah, just no, think you it, get to. This thing, it I had a little pop up. It's like, "Hey, uh, we installed some updates. You're restarting," and I was like, "No, do it later." And it just shut off. I was it's like, like, "Nope, nope doing it now."
1: <laughs> so not cool. What you miss so we're, is we're talking about favorite Christmas songs.
4: I We've already know. brought up. Such classics like Christmas by Froggy Fresh, okay. Michael Bublé Santa Baby, and Nate loves Jingle Bell's Batman <laughs> smells. smells. Robin
2: Laid an Egg. Yes.
4: The Batmobile
2: lost its wheel and the Joker got away. Yes. There you go. Um, I do like the new classic of Spidey Bells. I did share that Ooh. with Nate. He oh, did yeah. enjoy that one. Uh, yeah, you told the... me that
4: was, it's on iTunes, but I found it on Spotify too. Yeah, yeah tell us about that, so, Scott. What's that all about?
2: So out of the new Spider-Verse, they make mention of uh, a a Spider-Man Christmas album. And at the very end of the song, like the end credits, they play Spidey Bells, which is one of the songs from that thing, which is Chris Pine uh, singing uh, Jingle Bells. But it is the... You know, all about Spider Man, yeah. So, you the forgot, sad, yeah.
4: Spidey version, too, because it gets more right, right, depressing right, at the, right, end. in the middle.
2: He's like, I have a he's like, why am I singing this song? Oh. Yeah, I have a degree in chemical. <laughs> that's but cool. my favorite song, I think, that's a Christmas song. You guys didn't probably mention is called Uh, it's like Ground Zeroes at Christmas, it's a weird owl Christmas song where. Santa goes crazy and basically goes on a murder spree on the North Pole. That's, I think, my favorite Christmas song.
1: Wow. You know what? Nothing, what is br- Nothing brings the holidays like mass murder.
2: Yeah, exactly. Look at my favorite Christmas movies, and did you expect anything different from me? Hey, you but know what? Blood is Santa red.
1: Man. Yeah, blood is red. Christmas is Christmas. a uh, primary color of Christmas is red. I, I get it, Scott. I get it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, who's a better
3: person to turn into a mass murderer than the guy that visits children all night?
2: Right, and then can you know magically go into anybody's house? Yeah, come on.
3: I mean, that's like perfect crime right there. It couldn't be Santa.
2: No, it it can't be. No, but this one is like like, he kills all the elves and the reindeer. It's actually, if you listen to it, it's a very good song. It's Weird Al, so obviously it's it's generally pretty funny. Uh, but it's I, I try to listen to it every Christmas as well. No, really, really bringing in the season here, guys. We are bringing in the season. I'm bringing in the murder and uh, death into Christmas
1: as 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 uh, as is tradition. <laughs> um, so said besides, besides I said Christmas songs, Christmas movies. What about what about what's what's your all time? So, if, you know, think of all, you know, of years past. And can I, I kind of want everyone to kind kind of share one thing they got. Like, what was your all time favorite Christmas gift that you've ever received? <laughs> So, Uh, Nate,
3: Nate, let's kick this off with you first. Nice. I will never forget this gift because I wanted it so bad. And the timing of the release was right around Christmas. It's the Nintendo 64. Um, I had been asking my mom for that because I knew it was coming. I was like, please give me the Nintendo. I don't want anything else. Just give me the Nintendo with Mario. sure enough, I opened it on Christmas Day and I lost my shit. Started screaming. Immediately ran to the TV, started plugging it in. And I, I think I played that like all day. It was awesome. So Nintendo 64 is one of my best gifts ever. Scott, what about you?
2: So this is, this is uh, back in the day. Uh, uh, I, I've told you before, like I think on the podcast here, I've been generally obsessed with uh, Jurassic Park. And when the first movie came out, there's a whole bunch of toys that they had. And they had this T-Rex... That used to, if you like slammed it on the ground, it would like make stomping noises. And if you open its mouth, it would roar. Like it was this awesome T-Rex thing. Uh, and I got that for Christmas one year. And it was absolutely, absolutely <laughs> amazing. That was the gift from Santa Claus that uh, I didn't expect. And it was it was all that I could have wanted and more.
3: Nice. So were you playing with that all day and your parents were like, please god yeah take the batteries out of (laughs) this as it's going you know if you open his mouth and go
2: like the thing (laughs) like um yeah it was it was nuts like i'm sure that i and the batteries died in it real quick so i'm pretty sure my parents at some point were like when i was sleeping went in there and you know swapped it with a dead battery or something uh (laughs) but just taking a break yeah just just yeah. to get a little bit of a, a breather from from my dumb ass. <laughs> i did have it eat all my g i Joes. like it was uh it was awesome at the time but yeah that was that was i think my favorite thing
1: nice,
4: Larry what about yours so I've got a couple huh interesting um so I just googled to see what year castle Grayskull came out. It was 1982. So I must not have got it in 1982, but um that's mine. Like I was big into Masters of the Universe for a little bit. I had to be like 4. So it was, you know, it was early 80s, maybe mid 80s. Uh, but yeah, I totally remember getting Castle Grayskull. Like you can't play He-Man guys without, without the He-Man you, Castle. Unique. You yeah, unique yeah where are you gonna go i have the power at exactly. like right had that drawbridge it was it was a cool play set man. that was a really cool place castle set. gray school was pretty awesome
2: i didn't have a whole lot of he like i had more gi joes and he-man toys but i was always jealous of the castle gray school because that was
3: awesome i think yeah. i mean I'll, I'll speak for everybody we all had to have at least one play set right yep castle gray skull was amazing
4: I feel like that's like like G.I. Joe had some cool stuff, right? Like the the really big stuff. But as far as like a, a reasonable kind of just uh, one one level playset thingy, yeah. uh, Castle Grayskull is probably about yeah. as good as it gets. Uh, G.I. Joe had like that big battle cruiser thing. So I so that's yeah. what I was to say.
2: Me and my brother both were obsessed. We'd have these epic G.I. Joe battles. Yeah. So it wasn't a Christmas gift that I maybe it was, but I can't remember. Uh, but we both had joint custody over the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. <laughs> That thing yeah. was, huge. Yeah, it was, it was huge. Yeah, it was a flag.
0: Huge.
3: Yeah, USS Flag. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. got it. Um, yeah, I, I always loved the Batman, of course, the Batman playset because it yeah. had the Batcave. It had a place for him to change his suit. It had the computers. And then it also had kind of like a garage door that would open up. And it had a backside, which was like a chemical plant. It was super cool. I actually still have one of those. Of course. of course you do of course you <laughs> do.
2: Uh, yeah it just made me- me- that the USS flag measured just under seven feet six inches <laughs> it's,
4: it's a huge different. place so I still have all my master of universe figures but I know Castle Grayskull skull made its way to the goodwill uh probably oh. when I was in like fourth or fifth grade like I don't know how my like my, my parents saved everything but somehow that one that one was was in the no-go pile I also had uh I didn't have the USS Flag, but I had the Terror Drone Dome. Oh, it was like yeah. this giant
3: yes. circular
4: bad guy base for G.I. Joe, right? The Cobra base. Um, that didn't make it either, unfortunately. But that thing was, it wasn't USS Flag, aircraft carrier, but man, it had to be like three feet wide. It was, which was like a little kid, man. That stuff all looks so huge to you. Yeah. Um, that thing is yeah. massive.
3: Well, and then, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a really cool playset too. It was yeah. like under the sewers.
1: Yeah, they had that sewer playset.
3: That, that's yeah,
1: that's one of the ones. The, the
3: turtle base or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh man, it was so cool. And they also had the uh, the
4: technodrome. The yeah, big. That's robot. that's when I thought you were going to say too. That one is pretty massive too for yeah. what it was. Yeah. All right. So you guys want to know mine?
1: Yes. Mine might, yeah, might also it comes yes. with a heartbreak story too. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so
2: I, I I do have an amendment. If we're talking heartbreak, I will add after you go. All right.
1: So so the one thing I wanted so bad when I was a kid was a remote control car, but a very specific remote control car because I saw the commercial like a million times uh, that year. And do you guys remember the Tayo Fast Tracks? Oh, yeah. If I show you the the, picture, I'm going to screen share real quick. Um, So this was the Fast Tracks. Um, Oh, yeah. So instead instead of. I remember that guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 Instead of wheels. Yeah. They they, they they hauled ass. There were so many awesome commercials with the Fast Tracks. I'm like, this was this was this was awesome. It hauled ass and like it had these treads and everything else like that. Um, So you 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 may think that having treads. So so you know what? I asked for it, asked for it, asked for it. It was the only Christmas gift I got that year. I wanted it so bad, I finally got it. And then, you know what? As a kid, you can't wait to charge that sucker up, you know, and go and, and take it out. Um, so you know, I drove it out, you know, I drove it out of the neighborhood and I drove it to, to you know, the, the local park.
3: This um, is not gonna end well.
1: So you may think that, hey, you know what, <laughs> having all these treads it's awesome. So you know what? It's off road. So you can take it through, you know, sand. Guess what you can't take through sand? The tile fast tracks, because it'll mess up the motor. I literally wow. had it for 24 hours. Man. And it, oh. <laughs> so it, it got ruined. Uh we took it to an RC repair shop. They're like, yeah, it's not worth it to fix this. That sucks, man. That wow, that sucks. That's awful. I bet your parents were so pissed. Oh, so angry but like I said, it was it was so amazing like I've honestly wanted to buy one uh, on eBay a couple different times just because I'm like I have such fond memories of the fast tracks.
3: I think it was really cool uh, especially the fact that it was totally like uh, all terrain except for sand yeah, um, yeah it did not do sand. I had one that would uh, you could take it through the snow in my backyard that was really cool. Like it went through it no problem.
1: Yeah. So fast forward to my adult years. Um, so I wanted to, to reclaim, so my love of RC, and so, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm an adult now. I can do I can do the big boy, you know, RC cars. Well, that actually take gasoline. Yeah. So basically, if you've ever looked at, so the, so there's basically three types of cars. There's the electric cars. There's the gasoline ones, and there's ones that take nitro fuel. Yeah, the jet Um, fuel Yeah, or the racing fuel cars. Yeah, Yeah. so I had basically a car that took this nitro fuel. Um, This remote control car, like I said, got up to like 60 something miles per hour for a remote control car. This thing was ridiculous. Those things are insane. So you may think that, hey, you know what? It's awesome to have a remote control car that goes 60 miles an hour. You know what? You can't steer at 60
3: miles an hour. A remote (laughs) control car. Or you lose track of it super quick. Like uh, there, yeah, I, it's on the other side of the park. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Well, well you drive it, and you're like, "And I'm out of radio control." Well see. I uh, wish I would have.
1: I wish I would have taken it to a park because what I did was—you so guys, you guys all know where I live. Um, I I was driving it up and down the street in my neighborhood, and then I said, in my neighborhood, there's these little like jet outs, these little jet things out that basically slow down traffic. Slow down. Yeah, it's basically the, to help the slow the down traffic. Slow down. Yeah. Um, I hit one of those going like 60 miles an hour in this car and just busted it to pieces. <laughs> Jesus. i think i'm just i think i'm just destined not to ever have a curve at
2: 60 will do that too yeah yeah
3: it busted all over the place yeah. i'm like oh uh, yeah i had one of those briefly until the pull start broke and it was a huge pain in the ass to fix it so i decided just not yeah. to i yeah, see i didn't have so. a pull start i had the ones with the glow plugs yeah
1: the glow plug was definitely a better choice yeah. so okay so since jeremy showed
2: some heartbreak I have an amendment to the uh, the dinosaur toy, though. Oh, you're gonna change it now? No, it's not. It's not an amendment. Okay. It's what occurred with the dinosaur toy. Oh, it was gosh. also the reason why I found out that Santa wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> because my parents, that was a, that toy was a gift from Santa, right? My parents just forgot to take the uh, the department store tag. Off of the bottom of the thing, so when I opened up the present, the first thing I saw was the price tag from the store they bought it at on the present, and they were just like, "Oh shit!" How old were you at this point? It was, dude. That that was had to be what ninety two or ninety three, based on Dress Apart, because it came out uh, right after the the movie came out.
1: And so uh, that was
2: what ninety three. So, yeah. I was proper. nine years old. You were nine. I was like old. nine. Yeah, you were. So nine. it was like the confirmation of like there is no Santa Claus.
1: Nine years old. That's when Scott stopped believing in Santa. That's yeah. Pretty sad. All right. That's that's, that's, that's a good topic.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that, that that actually that does bring up the uh, the thing. So yeah, it's the T Rex with battle damage um, that came out. Yeah, and it was that that toy came out in '93, so it had to be Christmas '93 so
1: nate when did you stop believing in santa like what did you do you have a heartbreaking yeah. story of basically what, you as what a child your heart no you know you did like hey you know what my parents lied to me for all these years i hate you parents Blah, why'd you do this to
3: me um i can't remember what age i was but i do remember that moment pretty vividly because my mom was super pissed when she found out um so i was talking to my grandma and um you know, we're just talking about Christmas and I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for Santa to come. You know, I'm excited for the gifts. And she's like, oh, you still believe in Santa? And I was like, yeah, why not? She's like, well, she's she, not real, honey. And I was like, oh, my. I was like, what? You so son of a bitch. I immediately get up and go talk to my mom. I'm like, wait, grandma's saying Santa's not real. She's full of it, right? And she's, she, I can see her get like super pissed. So then it's like confirmation like, oh, crap grandma was telling the truth (laughs) mom is the liar grandma's awesome and then i start yeah i start realizing like mom you've been lying to me this whole freaking time so that was my story i wouldn't say it was super dramatic but it was just kind of like all of a sudden there you go it it was that thing of like yay oh dreams crushed for this year thank you it's been you this whole time and that was probably like two or three days before christmas i was still fresh in my mind the whole time
2: yeah when christmas morning comes around you're like there's a stocking full of stuff. You're like, you
3: motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> you, you filled it. The tag says from Santa. I'm like, who's the
4: freaking liar here? Yeah. Who's doing it now? Yeah. <laughs> so, Larry, what about you? I, I really don't remember. I, I Maybe like fourth grade. I, I really, I don't have a good story. I don't even remember how I found here, out. Here's the greatest
2: thing. We do have enough listeners that have children that we may have just uh, inadvertently <laughs> been the god no. of one of our listeners' kids going, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are those guys saying Santa's not real? <laughs>
1: oh, my God, I didn't think of that.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> that's amazing. You're explicit warning. Kids, but that's okay.
2: It's oh, i just realized as we're talking about this i'm like nah this is live online like we are going to be the cause of a potentially someone's
3: kid going uh what did those guys just say? Yeah, we're gonna get a comment below. No, after the, I just you asshole. No, I'm just, you I'm, just, I'm, just I'm
1: just thinking like I said, I said we're gonna we're gonna be part of some kid's story in the future. Like how did you find out? Well, let's listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> My my mom and dad listened to this podcast and these guys just said it.
3: Oh crushing dreams. You
1: know what? So besides crushing dreams, so I want I wanna take a pause right here real quick. At Uh I'm gonna do a quick video giveaway. Oh, what? Ooh. So, uh, I recently got Venom because I never saw it in the theater. I okay. watched it. That movie is a pile of shit, <laughs> like, and you're gonna give it away? <laughs> is it like a, it's like a
4: turd blowing in the wind? <laughs> it is a turd blowing in the I, wind. I didn't like it at all. Was it, it at least armless- better? Was it at least better than you thought it would be? I don't even know, but it feels better than I thought it would be. So I, I, I honestly thought it was better than than I thought it would be going into it. I thought it was going to be really bad, and it was just pretty bad. You yeah. know, I think it is. Is I've had
2: enough time before I even had a chance to watch it that I kind of had my expectations set really low, yeah. and it met exactly what it was. But I started to pick out, like, all the bad things because I already knew it was bad. You know, when you go into a movie knowing it's going to be bad, you're like, I'm going to pick out shit I don't like. Like, I'm going to tear this movie apart. Like, I think I just, I had ruined my uh, movie watching sentiment. I think, Jeremy, that probably is what happened to you, too.
1: Yes, that is exactly what happened. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass my garbage on to you with a digital (laughs) copy of of venom um but then also to make up for it you also get a digital copy of deadpool 2 um, nice.
3: double code that, saturday sweet the pot double sure. code
1: saturday so you give you basically get two movie codes so one for a piece of shit movie and then one for a movie that was actually pretty good okay so i, I have to
2: add in here thomas blaskowitz uh, in the the chat is saying uh you said that in uh, the, the movie Avatar. I would have watched Avatar The Last Airbender twice instead of watching Venom once. Uh, that well, that, well, is, he, that he, is my he, he, opinion he, he, on that. You
1: don't even know what he's talking about. I like, what if he's talking about Avatar Pocahontas in Space and not Avatar Last it, Airbender? Yeah. Okay,
4: no. I, I, I don't I, think he's talking say,
2: Airbender. He's talking no, I, I, no, James Cameron. Yeah, James no, Cameron. I would say this. I would watch The Airbender one <laughs> twice. Before I watched De- uh, Venom once again.
3: But what if Venom was free? and you got? I would
2: still code? go out of my way to find Airbender to watch it.
4: You know, I would love to have Venom in my digital library. Yes. I would, you know what? Yeah. The,
2: the Deadpool 2 digital copy,
1: because uh,
2: correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, that is going to be the unrated one, too, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's the digital copy, so I'm not sure. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I
3: don't know. I Either probably. way, it's free.
1: Either way, it's free. So for those of you who joined us in the chat on this lovely Saturday right before Christmas, in order to win this movie, just comment, I said in the chat right now, your favorite Christmas movie. And then if it's basically if it aligns to Scott's favorite Christmas movie, you will win this. Ooh. Ooh. Which
2: one though? Because I said two. Can it so be either?
1: Have you been listening? Have you been listening? That's
3: that's that's the that's that's the key. First person? First person. First Ooh. person to match Scott's favorite Christmas so, movie. He said two, so you kind of get two chances. Yeah, you right
2: get now. two chances. And, and uh, Thomas, a Charlie Brown Christmas movie. I can't watch that because apparently it's racist now. Oh! Hey, wait,
1: wait. We, we have a winner. We, have a we winner. do have a winner. Oh, dang. I,
2: I don't even know if Brian was part of that, but he probably knows me well enough to know what my favorite Christmas movie I is. I think he joined after,
1: but yeah, it was... <laughs>
4: it was pretty obvious nice nice pull Brian so So
1: we so we have Brian Rainey Brian Rainey is the winner so Brian I will uh message you these two codes post podcast so you'll have Deadpool 2 and then also a copy of Venom as well I'm actually super happy
3: Brian
2: won yes and uh Thomas uh for for the comment that you're saying what about uh go look it up (laughs) online up online man we do not have time to get into that shit here (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Hey, what's I've, going on, Brian? and I
2: have been laughing about it for like a month.
3: Yeah, ever since the Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown came out. It's just, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Congrats to Brian. I'm happy that you won. He's an awesome guy. Longtime fan. He's got his own great channel, so please go check him out.
2: And See, see Brian, your uh, SGS guy's knowledge has, uh, has prevailed again.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's
2: paying off.
3: It pays to be a fan.
1: It's paying off we, money in movies. Appreciate yeah. that.
4: So, slight well, giveaway update. We're still working on the next prize back. Um, it's been, yeah, we yeah. haven't
2: done anything really super mega in a while. And I think yeah. we're uh, having a
3: little bit of withdrawals here.
2: Uh, so,
3: I, I do have a topic I wanted to bring up. And, Jeremy, I know you got something to say. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask you. Go go ahead. ahead. It's, cool. it's kind of like looking back at the year, you know. Because yeah. we're coming to a close on 2018, 2019 is right around the corner. So I want to ask you guys: uh, out of all the things that you've picked up this year, what's your top pickup of 2018? Ooh! And I want to start with. Uh, let's start with Jeremy. Oh, um, putting you on the that, spot here, man.
2: That, no, dude, that's actually a really hard question. <laughs> I know really it's going to be a tough one.
1: Well, because I, I, I don't have my stuff. I don't even have my stuff to look at. So I'm like, it. I'm it's turning it. around. Like, what do I got close by that I can pull? Um, like I said, it, it's it's hard. Uh, Sorry, like, I should have prepped you guys for this. Like, it's I don't know, it's it's really hard. Um, probably. Uh, okay, I I got it. Probably. Uh, it's the item, but it's more the story that goes along with the item. Um, uh, Jeremy Jeremy's newest butt plug.
4: Oh, oh Jesus. of <laughs> course,
3: yeah, <laughs> <Absolutely>. Scott. <laughs> What? What kind of email, man? Big,
1: big round one too.
3: <laughs> Jerry, continue, please. <laughs> um,
1: it's probably uh, my Yoda Freddy um, from Funko Fun Days. Uh, so it was my first Funko Fun Days that I've ever been to, and literally I had such a blast. I so said Larry was kind enough to to take me. Um, like literally. I was on my feet the entire night. I felt, like I said, we, I said half of our table was basically just yelling and screaming the entire night. The other half was, you know, kind of party poopers. Um, but so we were standing up almost the entire night. I got to go up on stage. Like I said, it's just like, there are so many different things that happened at that event that made it, like just so awesome. The stuff was cool, but honestly, the interactions with the people, the interactions just at the event. Like I said, just, I I sent around that thing as being my favorite just because of the. Of the memories and the and the, and the fun that I
3: had surrounding uh, getting an item. Awesome, good answer. Yeah,
4: I like that. What about you, Larry? What's your top pickup? Um, so a couple things came to mind, um, but I'm gonna go with something I got this week. Um, on the Funko Fanatic board, uh, they do a Secret Santa gift exchange every year, so this is my third year participating in Secret Santa. Um, so you get right, like hundred people, you randomly get assigned. Somebody you send gifts to, uh, somebody randomly, a different person randomly sends you stuff, you give them a list, like, you know, different stuff you're into and, 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 all of that, like, Hey, here's a link to my Instagram. Uh, here's stuff I already own like that kind of stuff. So, uh, I got my package this week. We got to open it up on Thursday and, uh, Gerald from California sent me a Jollibee Funko pop. Um, so it's pretty rad. I had never like I typed up a nice thank you on the board that basically said I had never been to Jolly Bee before. Um, I didn't even know Jolly Bee was a thing. They don't have them in Arizona. Um, but when that Jolly Bee pop came out like early summer, like I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like, what is this thing? Like Jeremy and I looked it up. We're like, hey, chicken joy, spaghetti, these fruit pies. We're like, this thing's pretty awesome. Like, where is the closest Jolly Bee? Turns out the coach's Jollybee to Phoenix is in Las Vegas. Um, so when uh, me and the family took a trip to Vegas over the summer, the first place we went was in the in an Uber to uh, to Jollybee, And I had chicken joy and spaghetti and that amazing gravy, which I poured on the spaghetti and it was delicious, uh, all for the first time. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool that uh, because of Funko, I discovered the new favorite restaurant. We went again in Anaheim cause there's one in Anaheim when we're out there for designer con. Um, so every time I, every time I go somewhere that has a Jollibee now, I'm totally going to go, uh, all thanks to Funko. And I will think of Gerald because he sent me the awesome Jollibee Funko Pop, which is now in its forever home in my collection. Awesome. I love the story behind it too. All right, Scott.
3: I was going to say, well, <laughs> fuck me. I don't have a good enough yeah,
2: story like Larry. It's like, I can't top <laughs> okay. that.
3: I
4: should have yeah. gone, you should have gone
2: last, fucker. Like, good God. Yeah, that was a hell of a closeout right um, there. Yeah, that, that's like, I'm done. Like, I got to step away here because Larry has an emotional story that makes me want to cry. And then <laughs> I'm kinda like, I kind of wish I would have just started. I'm going to be like,
4: didn't you meet a really cool dude in Anaheim at Designer Con and go home with some really cool cereal? That's what I was going to say.
2: It's not a single purchase that I think is my my most favorite, but uh, this year, thanks to Funko, uh, I have a new, I guess, collection obsession, which is, you can see part of it right there. I'm really bad at this Um, (laughs) for anybody not watching the video. I am trying to point at something behind me using my webcam and it's not working. Uh, It's the, uh, it's like, I'm just going to go this way. I don't know. Um, It's a whole inverted thing. I am idiot. I can't do it. Uh, But yeah, the uh, whole new collection schema of the Funko cereals. I, Uh, let's add a story i'm gonna make up a goddamn story right off the bat i'm gonna make it (laughs) um so just as a kid i I love cereal i mean to this day i'm the most excited i've ever been when october rolls around and count chocula shows back up in stores like for me cereal was growing up that's that's what we ate for breakfast cereal was amazing and the fact that funko is bringing back cereal with the old school like late 80s early 90s feel to all the boxes is awesome it's still it's got the prize inside with the little figure um everything about it is absolutely amazing i've been obsessed and uh have really gone on kind of a bender buying cereals uh ever since so i think like in the pickup it's not a single item but i think for 2018 that's the the biggest thing is the uh the new
3: collection the new fandom i think that's uh you touched on an interesting point because i am a big cereal lover too but there's something about the funko cereal i don't know if they plan it this way and if they did it's genius but the way that they uh design the boxes makes it feel so nostalgic and i think that's really what connects people to the cereal of funko because you think about it like what are you talking about cereal from funko and then you see the boxes and you're like holy crap that's cool um, you know, they do a lot of classic characters, too. Like, you know, I know Larry's favorite Mega Man. They've got Pac-Man. They've got all the mm-hmm. old cartoons. I, I mean, Liono and Mumra, come on. Yeah, yeah right. Skeletor. Got that yeah. cool bear brick one right back there, uh, which, you know, is special to me. But yeah, so for my favorite thing, you guys know I love my action figures. It's going to be an action figure. It's hard to slim it down to one because holy crap, I bought a lot of crap in 2018. And uh, you look back on it, you're like, Jesus, I went a little crazy. Um, But I love my action figures. And so Mezco Toys, definitely one of my favorite brands, if not my favorite action figure brand right now. Uh, They gave me uh, the Joker Deluxe Edition. And that figure is just so amazing. Um, There's just something about Something about that figure that I cannot stop taking pictures of it. Uh, if you guys know, I, I post like pictures on my Instagram of toys and every Sunday I do Joker Sunday. And I would say this MDX Joker's probably been in 90% of all the photos that I've done uh, just because I, I just love the way it looks. I love the accessories. I thought Mezco just did a such a great job with this figure. It reminds me of kind of like the Jack Nicholson Joker. And I think that's probably why I have such a connection to it even though it's not the head sculpt and it's not licensed. So don't get me in trouble, Mezco. It feels like the 1989, uh, Joker from that movie. Um, and so it's just, I don't know. I just love that figure. It's definitely my favorite of the year by far. I can't pick anything else, So I, I like you guys, uh, you know, sharing those stories. Uh, it's, it's cool to see what you pick and why. Um, so thanks for entertaining my question.
4: Good question, man. And good choices, everybody. We got some cool stuff this year.
2: We bought a lot of shit.
4: Just wait till next year. (laughs) Wait till next year. Wait till next year for sure. (laughs) It doesn't stop, man. I
2: have
1: plans. Uh oh.
4: uh that, that start
2: starting an idea of i have plans is never good
1: i have especially plans. when it
2: comes to jeremy when he says i have plans i'm a little bit worried
1: yeah i think i said i said i i think i'm finally. Like i said i think my goal for 2019 is i'm finally gonna do it like i'm finally you're gonna, gonna have, have sex <laughs> uh absolutely um i'm i'm going to secret room
3: Oh yeah! You're, you're
1: gonna do the sec- You're gonna do the hidden. The hidden door. I'm doing the secret room. I'm going to secret room. Nice. I, I, that is that is that is my goal in 2019
4: is to build now, the secret room. Like I don't think it's a big secret, right? You're you're moving. You're looking for a new house. You have a realtor. Have you told your realtor that you're looking for a house with a secret room? Absolutely. I, I said, I, I said,
3: <laughs> right? They want have to been know, looking. Right? Like, how many
4: have been looking? Now? How many bedrooms, how many bathrooms? Oh yeah and I want a secret room.
2: So so I want the house to look like it only has three bedrooms but I want a secret
1: fourth bedroom. Can you go ahead and find that on the market for me? <laughs> so you would be you'd be surprised what's out there <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, right. because apparently like I said in in some of the houses that we're looking at it's there's like there's all these different ones where all the rooms are downstairs and there's like one room upstairs where you could technically wall off the upstairs. Like it doesn't exist, yeah.
2: And I was gonna be- say you're gonna have to find a place that has a good location for a room that you can make it look like it just is like that hallway just ends with a bookshelf, yeah. That, you know, or like that has
1: been my like Scott. Me and Scott have talked about this for years. I want one
2: too. For That's years, really cool idea. I yeah. have the the room that this is in. I could do because it's that same thing. It's at the end of a hallway. I could try to make some like wall it off and make cabinets
3: or something like that i think it would work well yeah i want a secret room as well i went to this house one time i used to do construction loan inspections just randomly and there was a guy building a a secret room and he had built it into the bookcase yeah but like it was crazy because the the bookcase had like a pocket door and it was another bookcase so you could just slide it in you didn't even know it was there and it was like this whole big room Um, you know he had it all set up it was the coolest idea See what wondering. you
2: what you need to try to do, Jeremy, is have it where it's like a little mini walk-in closet, so everyone thinks it's just a closet, but then have a secret wall in that closet yeah. that opens up. So it's different from
1: the bookcase. Yeah, I have, I have, yeah. I have dreamt about this for years. Like I said, I, I said Scott Scott's known me for quite a while. Like
2: for for a, we'll say for a long time, for a long
1: time. Uh, and like I said I from day I think from the first couple of weeks that I've known you, Scott, I think we've we've talked about we've, secret we've, doors. We've, we've talked about the secret room. <laughs>
4: We, we've
2: actually planned out the best ways to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, we. we well,
4: yeah, you get to put that plan into action. So yeah. I really hope it comes to fruition. That, 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 come that, to that's, my, that's,
1: that's my 2019 goal. What about what yeah. about your guys' 2019 goals? What do you what do you got?
4: Oh, man, I'm move to my damn house, too. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, with, with all those de- with all those
2: delays, Larry, just
4: he just wants his damn house. I just want my new house to be built and same thing. Like I'm not going to have a secret room. But I've been in my head trying to plan how I'm going to set up my new office, so I just want to get that done.
2: Jeremy, uh, Brian just uh, dropped a little hint. They apparently, after uh, the hurricane, just destroyed the town of Joplin. Uh, you mean the tornado? All the <laughs> houses all
3: have secret tornado shelter rooms. That's after awesome. the tornado destroyed. Yeah, I mean, sad,
4: yeah. but then awesome. Yeah, so yeah.
3: It sounds like you need to move to Joplin. Yeah, and you'll have a bunch of secret rooms.
1: See, I want so to design my own
3: secret room. Yeah. yeah, I think you can pull it off. I'm, I'm going to pull it off. I can't wait to see how that turns out.
1: Larry, I just feel bad for you because with your, your house. It, it's only been like a year. Oh, uh, it's only been a year.
4: Oh, That's all
3: right.
1: Only been. Well, at least you're not
2: paying like on it. Like yeah. while it's being built, like there's yeah. no mortgage yet. But yeah,
4: that's that's completely awful. Yep. sucks. All right. So Never Larry's... again will I build a new house
1: so Larry's redesigned so Larry's he's just moving into his house and moving to his office for 2019 organized Nate what about you what do you got for 2019
3: Oh, geez. what do you want to accomplish 2019 um it's gonna sound lame because I'm doing the house thing too but I want to get some <laughs> stuff done around my house I've got a uh kind of like it's an old garage that turned into a guest house in my backyard my dream is to turn that into Like a full-fledged living space with a kitchen and a bathroom so that I could eventually rent that out like an Airbnb or something. Um, so that's gonna be my goal. I don't know if I'm gonna get it done next year because it's gonna be a lot of money. So you heard it here, folks. Uh you can soon rent out Nate's (laughs) garage in his uh (laughs) backyard. I'm gonna put up an Airbnb ad and it'll say member of the STS guys. And uh, if you if you book a a set.
4: If you book a Saturday night, you get to be a guest, guest on the podcast. Yeah, yes. Well, I, I, let's hit. Hey, you know, what?
1: we don't need Nate. You don't need Patreon. Why don't we just make that another tier of our of our Patreon? You get a stay. You get a stay in <laughs> Nate's <laughs> you backyard. You get to live stay a night yeah. at Nate's house. Yeah, yeah. you provide
3: night airfare. in Nate's backyard.
1: Provide yeah. <laughs> your own airfare, but
3: you get to live at Nate's house. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to talk about the specifics about that, but you know, thousand
4: dollars a month.
3: That would be amazing. That would be great. Yes. Yes, please.
4: Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Worth it. Jeremy, that can be your secret room in Nate's backyard, says Brian. Yeah. Brian says.
2: So, yeah, Jeremy, you can just. It's so secret, you have to get on a plane. It's so secret,
1: I have to fly two hours to get to
4: it. I feel like since we're all talking house stuff, we're being way too adultish. What do you, you know, got, Scott? I know you uh, could go the same route, but what do you so, got? So,
2: yeah. So, so my legit one is, yeah. I, as many people know, my house is way too small. I got to buy a new one. That That's goal number one. Um, goal number two is to find a fucking place to put all this goddamn cereal that I've been buying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the legit thing is I have these bags that are just sitting there because I'm like, I don't know where to put them. It's there's. Each of those bags has 10 boxes of cereal. <laughs> I don't know what to do with
0: that. <laughs> This is legit. Um,
2: 20 some you... boxes of cereal right there that I like. How am I going to put them anywhere?
4: Uh, Mike from Talking Pops. Has I believe a complete collection of cereal. He I think he has all the ones they've ever released. He has a pretty cool bookshelf where they're kind of uh, on the side. Like yeah, I'll, I'll cool. have to show you. Yeah, um, it's, it's really cool. It's basically just a bookshelf, but the way he set it up, he's got some of the like the USB lights on there and stuff too. It's it's pretty cool. But and like if you do move, that can be part of your move too, right? I know you've got other stuff too that's probably not properly displayed because you know you became an adult. A you yet. had kids have in this house. Yet. Yeah your, yeah, your house is kind of small, like, hopefully there, that can a be of your 2019. There's a reason why the, the I made
2: sure that it cuts off right about here, because after that is all, like, there's, like, a, a little play kitchen over here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like,
2: yeah, I also, my office with all my collectibles doubles as the storage room for all my daughter's toys, so. um,
1: Here, Scott. I wanna yeah. Show you, I want to show, show you what he's got. I got to pull the layer. There you go. Look at that. That's that's pretty it's oh, pretty it legit it's looking. Sweet.
3: That is actually yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a awesome. little hard I to love... see, but it is. It's, and, it's, and that looks
2: up. that to me, that that looks kind of like a Billy bookcase from Ikea. Yeah,
4: you could we could message him, but it probably is. I know he they they Mike and Josh do a lot of Ikea shopping. I believe they had an Ikea date a few uh, months ago, so it's probably a game from Ikea. <laughs> I love the LED lights. Oh, it's, yeah, it's pretty rad. Talk again, Jeremy. Hey, no, so I have it. I have it
3: locked on me. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah, I love the LEDs that light up the boxes. It that that does make it kind of cool. He's got like a making fun poster.
4: Is that what that is, or is that the Japanese? No, one? that's yeah. The the one on the right's the Japanese one, and then the one on the left is the spoons. Okay. Um, right, we didn't get those, but apparently he bought them from somewhere.
2: I yeah, I need to find that poster.
4: There's Actually, one. I, on, just, there's I just one want reasonably the- priced one on eBay. The one on the left, right there, like twelve bucks. Did they yeah, really no. sign one for you, Larry? It was like a yeah. Post- I have the Japanese one on the right, signed by okay. Mike Becker. Okay. Yeah. See, I I didn't get in that line. I needed to. I should yeah. have done that. Yeah. Same, was, same here. Yeah. Well, it was cut off when I was in it. So right, I oh. might have snuck in. That's when Jack Black cut me in line. That, yeah, it was because I was sh- I was trying to get in line, and they were like, "No" to me. So collectively, we should have paid more attention because we, I mean, I barely stuck in, but Jeremy Jeremy missed out on it too. We. We, uh, we didn't, we weren't good Funko fans that day, but that's all right. We were doing other stuff, which was what we were supposed to do. we were checking out the rest of the convention yeah. floor. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, there's your inspiration. There's your inspiration. Mike <laughs> from Stop. Talking Pops is a that. pretty sweet serial display, man. It looks really good. Bam. It can be done.
3: Bam. We, we have Bam. the technology.
4: Another half geek production. Bam.
3: <laughs> I'm going to break your eardrums. Bam. You know
1: what? You know, you said, you know, what has also been I said for the good this year is we finally have a video game that we can all play together in yeah. Super Smash Brothers.
4: I have been so addicted to that game. It's ridiculous. I haven't got to play as much as I thought I would or as I would like, but the time I have spent on it has been fun. It was cool playing with you guys, too. Yeah, that's probably the best part is
3: like Jeremy said we can all hop on uh, we've got all, our own little like kind of discord setup now it's pretty great and at least one person will always join yeah
2: so uh nate myself and uh earlier commenter where have been uh playing the crap out of some smash brothers recently
4: mm-hmm. it's cool um, yeah you guys are getting you guys are pretty good like uh Funko did. If you know, does their live streams, they play different games. Like every, I think it's Wednesdays now. Uh, they played Smash uh, this past week, and like Sully, Hillary, Dima, Ashley, I had all never played before, and they were so. I mean, no offense, they were so bad. Oh, <laughs> they, they calling them out. Yeah, they, they they did not do very good. So it's... I know you guys hadn't played a whole lot either, but you you guys are all really good. <laughs> even even Jeremy.
3: Yeah, it's one of those games that, like, you don't realize how difficult it's going to be until you really start playing it. You're like, well, there's there's so much you have to account for when you're fighting. You have to make sure you don't fall off. And then there's items in the map. Yeah,
4: Some of the maps It's it's a really hard game to play live in front of a couple hundred people, too, for the first time. True. Not very easy. It's got this thing where you're,
2: like, all well and good when you're playing because you could play like bots and stuff that are like level like two and you're like oh i'm yeah. beating oh, yeah. this and then the second that you go and play somebody online you're like i suck at this like there are some really good people
4: have yeah. you guys played online against other people not us
3: yeah yet? yeah I've, I've done it a couple of times I, actually, I haven't done that but i might just try it tonight to see how i do because i get i'm usually in third between Wherebud and scott and myself i'm yeah. usually in third place so I'm I'm if I'm if Scott's getting wrecked, I'm definitely gonna get wrecked. So what you're I saying,
4: saying? I think it's a good test. Like yeah. a
2: great. A couple times online, I've won. A couple times I've lost. Like it's been a good like crap shoot. Yeah. So what you're saying is
1: smash after the podcast? <laughs> yes. Probably. It's what we did last week. Right. So I think we're here to to let's go play Super Smash Bros. Let's go play Smash, smash yeah. Bros. You know what? Broke. Yeah. Let's be adults and go play video games. <laughs> Merry Christmas could...
3: to everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. holidays. Happy Happy Kwanzaa. Happy yeah. Kwanza around this whole year. Congrats to Brian.
4: You got two awesome movies coming your way. Well, one awesome movie. Ah, uh, one okay. Movie. Larry, send us out yeah. a movie. So, uh, <laughs> if you're Should not it? following, if you're, you're not following us on Instagram, you can find us at SDS guys. We are on Twitter at sds guys we're still on the facebook at the sds guys uh sub to our youtube channel uh, we're on spotify we're on itunes we're on google play audio all that good stuff but uh yeah sub us up everywhere this is larry from the sds guys
1: shut up, shut up, shut chilling like a villain Just chilling like a
4: villain sorry yeah, yeah oh, like, come on Nate card. came in late oh, oh there it is. The, the old is- one
1: all right so, for episode 64 of the STS
4: Guys, I've been Jeremy. Ho, ho, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's been Nate. it. Hey,
3: it's Scott.
4: <laughs> and we're the
1: STS Guys. Have a great night, everyone.